on Drell's podcast, where the help comes from self and from community, where we engage in communication to better understand ourselves and the community at large. Join in on the conversation. Hello, everyone. Welcome to day, I don't know, 300, day 100. I don't know. It's been a while um, that we have been living in this quarantine state. And I want to send greetings and salutations to everyone. How are you guys doing? How are you faring? How is this new world treating you? Are you feeling sane? and enjoying the respite? Are you about to lose your hair because your children and homeschooling is calling you to a new level that is requiring a different, different amount of grace? Or are you working more than you ever thought you could possibly do for your job beyond the 40 hours that you clock in typically for? So many new things. Or you may be one of those people who is feeling blessed and grateful for their current situation because they needed a break. And that's fine. That's fine. I guess I want to check with everyone on either side. Um, There is no judgment because it is life. And for some, it is um, a hardship. For some, it is a challenge. For some, it is a stretching period. For some, it is a much needed moment of silence and reprieve for things to clarify. And so wherever you find yourself, I do hope that you are able to find a moment of stillness and um, in this season, recognize what it is meant for you and that you allow it to teach you what it needs to. I guess we can't fight it. We cannot fight what is happening around us globally. This is bigger than us. This is um, something that forces us to recognize how small we are. And within that space, um, find an opportunity, I guess, to still ourselves and understand what we are meant to learn. So I'm really going to just send a word of encouragement to you in whichever boat you find yourself and know that you are not alone. I am both, (laughs) if that's even possible. I am the parent um, struggling with the homeschooling piece because I'm really pretty anal. So lists and everything, I feel like everything needs to get done and I feel like I'm not getting it all or my kids aren't getting everything they need. And so I'm like kind of stressing in that sense. Um, Work has definitely picked up and you want to make sure that you're producing despite being from more at home. So I found myself working a bit more. I actually just um, closed my work laptop. I was just getting trying to address some emails on a Sunday. You know, it just happens. Um, And then I'm also that person who sees that I've been given some time and I'm trying to be wise with the time that I've been given in terms of how I invest myself and also just settle myself. Um, So I'm all of those. And that's why I can honestly tell you I'm judging no one. So... Having said all of that, I do hope you're well, and I want to thank you for tuning in. Um, I had a quick quick word I wanted to share with you um, as I've been, you know, pondering, having those moments of um, reflection. I've been um, in the book of Joshua, and I've been looking 
you know, at the story of the Israelites once Moses um, exits the scene and the new chapter they're about to embark on. Joshua has always been a book I love. I, um, something about that first chapter where the author writes, you know, the words of God saying, have I not told you to be strong and have good courage? Something about that message just, I feel is always, always so appropriate for me, whatever stage of life I'm in. And so I guess I'm drawn to that, that story as I hear, um, Joshua being called to bring a people into a new place, into a new level, right? Um, But at the same time, he's being commanded to be brave and to be courageous because it implies that it's not going to be easy. So um, as I thought of that story, you know, it's easy. (laughs) It's easy when you're on the other side, when you're not living it to kind of, I don't know, I'm, I'm that person. When I watch a movie, I'd be like, girl, why you did that? It's obvious, you know, dot, 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 whatever it is, we can see the whole picture, right? Because we're looking at the whole story. But when you're that character in that specific intersection, it's hard. It's hard to see beyond what is before you. So we're dealing with, we're at an intersection um, that was preceded by the people who were freed from Egypt not being able to conceive the idea that they could go in and claim Canaan. They could not force imagine themselves. They saw themselves as grasshoppers in the eyes of those who they were supposed to battle for the, ter- the land that was prepared for them. Um, and so as I sit and, you know, try not to judge, <laughs> I sit and I look at it and I think, how, how? How do you go through the plagues of Egypt from a pharaoh who's refusing to letting you go to a pharaoh who now lets you go, right? One. And then you take on, you take everything, you gold, everything, all you worked for. You don't leave empty handed. You leave with more than you came in, right? So they leave and... They are followed by Pharaoh who has a change of heart because, whoa, that's cash. That's cash money. That's walking out of the land, right? And so he chases them and they get to the Red Sea and then the Red Sea parts and they cross on dry land, right? Two. So one, the plagues and they get released um, into freedom, right? And then two, they cross the dry land. Three, they get to the desert, all right? They get to the desert and they get fed they get fed mana and kale they get fed at their doorstop daily daily you know those are you know three and i'm sure there are many more great works that were done but when i think of those big milestones that they experienced that it's a bit hard for me again as someone who's observing to understand how can you go through all that and then you get to this place where you feel like I, we can't win that. We can't win against these people and claim that land. It's really hard. Again, this is after 2020, right? Hindsight is always 2020, right? In that moment. And so I had to kind of, you know, check myself and say, Andrea, you've been in that place one too many times. 
And you can't fault them, but you can learn from it. And so today's session is titled, Look Again. And I thought of, as I was reading that story, I just thought, what would have happened if they could have looked again and had a, the ability to replay the miracles that had already happened that brought them to that very point? Would they maybe have reconsidered and maybe they could have been brave and courageous? Like, I even wonder, you know, I don't, I, this is just me putting it out there. Was there the possibility that God was saying, all right, one time I let you all not do this. This time I'm telling you guys, you're doing it. And in order to do it, you need to be brave and courageous. So he's like, I'm not even giving you this option of going in and, you know, and they did go in and spy to kind of, you know, get a sense of the territory. But it wasn't this, I don't want you to go in and determine if you can. I'm telling you, be brave, be courageous and make it happen. Granted, he's talking to Joshua. Joshua was one of the two who felt they could do it. The other spies felt they couldn't. So Joshua was at a disadvantage just simply by numbers, but not because he didn't believe it was attainable. So of course, he's talking to Joshua, somebody who already believed they could claim it. But God was giving, reiterating that message, be brave and be of great courage. And so here I'm thinking, I wonder if they were able to look back, if they could have looked back and seen what or rem be reminded of what had happened. And, you know, those reels like when you watch it, first of all, nowadays in movies, I feel like the trailer gives it all. <laughs> there is nothing left for the imagination. By the time the movie's done, you're like, oh, I had already seen all the great parts. If they could have seen the trailer of their story from even how they entered into Egypt when Joseph came with and, and was positioned there to be able to provide for his brothers to get out of a, a situation of famine, if they could look back and see how they prospered and how they grew so much. And even despite it all, they just kept growing. And then God comes in and does all that stuff. I wonder what that trailer would look like. And I wonder how amazed they would be. And maybe would it have jump-started something for them to cross into their promise instead of sitting in the desert for 40 years and letting that generation die off before they could actually go in and claim it? I don't know. But nowadays we have trailers. And I'm wondering, do we need to consider trailers for ourselves so you know I'm um my training is in mental health or in, in um, counseling and therapy and one area that is pretty hot these days and it's always been I think in our field um highly esteemed but I think nowadays there's a lot more um whisperings of this concept of mindfulness um mindfulness is the practice of stilling ourselves because they call it monkey monkey brain I believe it it is where you're jumping from one thought to the next we have so much happening around us on a daily that staying focused and being able to stay clear-minded on what is before us can sometimes be a challenge um, and then in the process of jumping from one thought to the next the amount of um, anxiety it can create because you're bouncing from one thing to the next and it feels like nothing's getting resolved and you start getting feeling anxious. So this idea of mindfulness is to help settle your mind um, so that you're not jumping from one thing to the next and you're able to in turn manage the emotional strain that that could create when you're jumping all over the place. 
And so mindfulness is about living in the now. And we often, I think, focus on the future where we're trying to go so much. Like right now, we're probably, um, a lot of us are probably focused on the future. Like what is tomorrow going to bring? You know, economy is funny right now. Um, What are we going to get out of quarantine into? How are we going to do this new world? We're focusing on the future right now, which is honestly stuff that will have to unfold itself. We don't really know, right? But on the other end, we can live in the past and living in the past when it comes to being at a place where it's coming from guilt and shame or remorse of of things that could have been done, should have happened differently. That is also unhealthy. So I'm not a proponent for necessarily the idea of um, uh, looking back into the past and um, sitting and rehashing something that cannot be changed. But I am a proponent for looking back and being reminded. In um, Quebec, our driver's plates or, you know, the license plates on the cars, you know, every state has its mantra, right? Um, And in Quebec, it reads, je me souviens, which translates to, I remember. And as I was thinking of what I wanted to share, I I just started reflecting on the different times in history that we decided to create a marker by honoring it with a holiday so we do not forget something or someone. Um, Martin Luther King Jr. Day, that's a big one here. We will remember all he's done in terms of bridging the gap between cultures and race. Um, What other holiday? President's Day is another one here, honoring presidents and whatnot. Um, There are many holidays that we've chosen to, to mark in order to remember. And in order... In order to avoid certain errors, it does require remembering, a remembrance of what we've been through. And so I'm, I'm pulling on the thread of mindfulness, which pushes us to stay in the now. And I want to invite you to look at mindfulness as well and pull on the thread of what was in a way of remembrance so you don't forget so when you are in the now and the now wants to come and threaten your peace you can look back on what was and remember in the bible what they used to do they would build an altar in a specific location maybe where a battle was won where something happened where god spoke they will build they would build an altar so they could remember that interaction remember that event Whenever they went back, it was meant to memorialize something that was valuable. And I want to invite you to consider what in your life has been so valuable that you need to create an altar. You need to create something where you will remember what has happened. So when you are in the now, you can think of what has happened and it can reinforce you in the now in order to trust that where you are headed, if that has happened for me before, where I'm headed is in good hands. You know, it's not about getting, you know, attached to how it happened. But it's about trusting that if it happened, or if I was provided for, it can happen again. It may look different. It may have a different um 
different strategy. It may have a different feel, a different scent, but the knowledge of who and what versus the current situation of what lies ahead and knowing who's on your side. I, I love the sentence of, you know, we're fighting a battle that's been rigged. We already know. We already know who emerges victori victoriously. Um, and that's a promise that's been given to us. The challenge sometimes for us is, is in the in-between. Is that moment of waiting from this place of current uncertainty to where you land. And here's, here's a bummer, guys. Here's a bummer. And this is why I think building those altars, because I promise you, if you are here where you are right now feeling uncertain, I can promise you there's an altar that's coming up in your future that you need to build because you will be amazed and surprised at what will happen or what God will do. You know, we've been, um, <laughs> my kids have this habit of humming a song at the most appropriate times and I love it. And they started, my son, my son who's a musician, um, he started singing, what the enemy meant for evil, God has worked it out for my good. That sentence, at, ask me what the rest of the song, I could, when I hear it, I know it. I can't sing anything else. All I need from that song is that one sentence, because what was intended for evil, God will work it out. And I'm not trying to just slap a, a scripture on something to make you feel better. But I'm, I am trying to help you remember when you've been at this intersection, you may not have been at this very corner, but I promise you, you've been in scenarios and in situations that have invited the same feelings that you are experiencing right now. And in that sense, yes, you are in that same intersection that is inviting you to remember when you were there last and how you came out victorious because what was intended for evil worked for your good. We need to build altars of what God has done for us in our past so that when we find ourselves in a place of uncertainty, still, I ain't saying you're going to find out what will happen next, but you will remember where you came from. And I can promise you it will strengthen you in the now for where you're headed. I want you to look back, look back at what he's done. Take a minute and create that list. Notice how bold I am to say create the list. Create the list of the times you shoulda, you coulda, you woulda, but you didn't. Yeah, I'm tapping into the Clark sisters. You know, he's, he's just that reliable that you can trust. If it's happened before, he can do it again. And he will do it again. So trust your history. Trust the, um, the record, the track record he's shown us. And let's be brave and courageous as we look forward. Not knowing how anybody will be defeated. Not knowing that some of these things will come in a supernatural. We don't know. And don't sit and try to figure it out. But take a look back. Take a look back and see. You ever been in a, in a room and, um, you know, you're scanning and all of a sudden a face pops up that you, you, you know, surprises you. Either, you know, you're not expecting them. They're typically in a different city, different country. And all of a sudden you and you have to do a double take. I want you to do a double take on all the times that he has shown up for you. And let's use that as the baseline 
to help set a tone, to set up our mindfulness in this current time of uncertainty and unknown. What we don't know ahead of us, let's back it up with what we do know from our from our history. So I wanted to just share that. Encourage somebody out there. Um, don't get sucked into it. Trust, trust that you've come too far. And if you're here, you're here for a reason. The agenda, the story, the narrative is not over. And I want you to go in there and move into your next step with full faith, full confidence, knowing that he brought you this far and he'll take you further there, wherever there is. All right, guys, have a good one. I'll be checking in soon. Stay healthy, stay well, and maintain your peace. Love you. Love you.